This is TJ Talks. Listen at your own risk. All right, welcome to TJ Talks. I'm your host, Jed, and with me is... I'm Teresa. Hey, and we have a special guest with us. And today we have Roxanne. Hello. <laughs> hey, Roxanne. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you are our first guest awesome. in, our, in our menage a talk that we're having. So <laughs> we're glad you're here. Yes. Awesome. It's going to be... 2012. It, yeah, and that's right. It's our first podcast of 2012. Oh, okay. So this is also a great deal. So what you guys do for New Year's? Oh, well, yeah. How much champagne could I drink in one night? That's all I did. Uh, (laughs) What'd you do, Roxanne? Grandma brought over the champagne about four, so, you know, you had to pop it open. and (laughs) Four o'clock, that's nice and early. You're celebrating on, you know, London time or whatever, right? Yeah. (laughs) And then we took the kids to the pizza place, and we were home, like, by 6.30, so it was an easy, short or Madison stayed up. I had to stay up till midnight with her. So, oh, did she stay up till midnight? Yeah, okay. she wanted to stay up. I said, okay. See, wow. you're I'm a like... good mom, and you spent New Year's with your children. I I evacuated the building and went to a party and left my children with my in-laws. So I didn't see my kids at midnight. I was told that one of them stayed up. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> wow. You know, I didn't watch Dick Clark. Tonight. Oh, we did. You did. Yeah. So, had to, yeah. Is he looking okay? He looks no. better. A little no, better. he looks horrible. horrible. He's a little, I'm saying a little better. Well, he definitely looks made up, right? Like he had all that makeup on. Yeah. And he didn't seem as slurry as he sounded yeah, in his past. A little, a little. Yeah, a little bit. I'm, I'm but he con- still looks old. You know, I, well, I, I heard someone say that it was like watching Weekend at Bernie's. But oh. <laughs> but I'm con- I'm convinced that they're going to make a Max Headroom version of Dick Clark. Yes. Forty years, whole, forty years, exactly. Dick Clark rocking New Year's Eve with Ryan Seacrest. Just hand it over, Dick. Like, get it, give it to Ryan. Just let him take it. Right? Do we yeah, need to exactly. do this anymore? But wouldn't it be cool to have like a Dick Clark version of Max Headroom? And I'm using one of those '80s icon oh, yeah. comparisons, but you know, <laughs> the computer. Ah, I'm Dick Clark. <laughs> That's tough because, yes, I like to, I'd like to think that if I had a gig like that, that I'd be able to pass the reins and say, take it over. It's an institution, right? The show. So here, Ryan, you've proved yourself as an entertainer and as someone whom the public likes. So go ahead and take over on this show. Do my legacy justice and be done. I'd like to think I'd have the... I don't know, the wherewithal to do that. And he seems to want to keep holding on, and I don't know what he's holding on to. Maybe he's one of those people that's going to retire and then just croak, right? Like, Yeah. Well, maybe that's like the Andy reason. Or whatever. You, if, you, if, you, <laughs> if he loses the gig, he has no reason to keep going. To, to stay. Yeah, I get. I guess. You know, Hey, I have to live till next year because i got to host the show. Right. Yeah. So don't this put him This working. podcast is why I hang on. Right. <laughs> if I were to ever pass this off. <laughs> well, I, I will tell you, Dick Clark is not on my Deadpool list. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I think you're right. I think as yeah. long as he keeps doing the show, he's not going to die. No, he, he's got yeah. that going on. Which really, I should scratch. I want to scratch Betty White from my list. She ain't going this year. You don't think so? <laughs> no, no. Oh, no. She's got too much to live for. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's- Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> 
she was. We did um, Deadpool predictions last. Exactly. Last week. So let's see. And and then for New Year's, I should say that I used my iPhone to connect, and they had a New Year's Eve app from Times Square. And okay. You, and you could watch it live on your uh-huh. phone, and you could watch the ticker and go, you know, till midnight. And so we were on the river in Melbourne Beach in Florida watching fireworks take off and stuff. And everyone's like, well, what time is it? What time is it? Right. So, hey, the iPhone worked out great to do that. So that was Only great. Only you would know that. I swear to God. How do you know about know. all that? Well, you know, we just were sitting there. I didn't even download it until like 30 minutes before midnight. Right. I was, I was like, hmm. There has to be an app for that. Yeah, so I I just, I typed in New Year's Eve in the app store and like 10 New Year's Eve apps shows up. My gosh. See, I gotta, I gotta start doing that more often because otherwise I don't know any new fun apps. You know, and then of course you can delete it right after you're done. Right, because you don't need it anymore. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, and then everyone was like, oh, how cool. And then we're, you know, you're, you know, (laughs) 10 people standing around an iPhone watching the ball drop. (laughs) What the hell is up with that? (laughs) Okay, that's the whole problem, though. Are we living life through Twitter and iPhone and Facebooking everything while it's happening, and we're not experiencing any of this, right? I, I guess, but we had experienced New York's version of, of right. But we're not experiencing ours, and I think that's a problem. And I suffer from it greatly. So this might be a whole another podcast in the future about how to become more present in our own lives. But today's topic is <laughs> iPhone iPod related because we're talking about music. We are talking about music. <laughs> that's our segue. <laughs> Good one. I like it. Uh, yes, we're talking about it. We're not singing about it, correct? That's right. All right. No singing, please. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to talk today about a lot of things related to music. We're going to talk about the music that inspires you, that makes you sad. We're going to talk about things that you listen to when you exercise. We're going to talk about how music's changed. Talk about bands and formats and parodies and radio and our own personal music taste. Right. So let's get into it. Um, music that inspires you. So Teresa, yes. what is that one song that you listen to when you need that inspiration? You know, you had a crappy day and you're going, you know what? I'm going to turn something on. It's going to make it an upbeat day. This is going to change things around. What do you listen to? Wow. Um, I'm probably going to make a lot of people angry because I have very vanilla generic music tastes, but I love anything by Coldplay. I think they're great. Their stuff always kind of pumps me up i love anything by you too pretty much could listen to them 24 7 so that's pretty much it and then like inspiring me to be energetic or like to clean my house or to run five miles i gotta crank up the acdc i gotta turn on my strip hop i gotta turn on all my favorite you know bad word filled music and that that will inspire me physically mm-hmm. but yeah those are my inspirational ones what about you guys what about you roxanne what do you listen to that pumps you up Gosh, I'm still like a diehard. I just love my Depeche Mode and Billy Idol. All right, so you're still okay. Good, I love it. That's the music of our youth, right? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So I'm in. You know, the girls get me into the new stuff too. But you know, whatever. I'm I'm open. Country, whatever. Uh, now, I, I have been told that there is a country music song that you're not allowed to speak of. It's it's the the Lord Voldemort of country music songs. Dear, which one is that? It, it I mean, ha- is it, it current right now? It has something to do with I one of these. I was going to say the Red Solo Cup. Yes, <laughs> I, I heard that that is it's forbidden in many places. 
<laughs> that people don't like it? Yes. Oh, good. I'm glad it, to hear that. It's a ridiculous song. In, in fact, I, I believe Trish, do you know Trish? Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, she uh, said it's banned, completely yeah. banned, done. Not, I mean, country music's fine, and I can take it or leave it. I don't have huge opinions one way or the other. I'm not a Toby Keith fan in general. Um, I just don't think he sounds that great. That's one thing. And then he's just got some different views than me. Mm-hmm. But the Red Solo Cup song is a little bit inane. I just, I don't get it. And don't get me wrong, I love to party and drink out of Red Solo Cup, so I could do that yeah. all day. But I just don't need to hear him sing about it. So. That, that actually brings me to a topic that we did okay. not discuss. Yes. Which is the earworm. Oh, yeah. The earworm. Have you heard this term? Yeah. Explain it. The earworm is a song that you cannot get out of your head. Oh, yeah. Okay. It infects you like a worm in your okay. head. Oh, yeah. And that is one of those songs that is it's just that same um, uh, chorus that keeps going over and over and over again. And that, I think that's one of them. It's like the Menomina song. <laughs> yeah. Da, good da, one. Da, 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 da. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) And the only way to get rid of an earworm is to give it to someone else, right? (laughs) Right, that's the deal. That's yeah. Anytime I hear that song Low Rider on the radio, that Uh right that now in fact I heard that song just the other day in the car and it's been in my ear since then. I can't get rid of it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, maybe you did now. I, maybe I did. I'm sure I did for you guys because I didn't do it justice. But it's that, that catchy little rift or beat that you can't shake. Mm-hmm. But usually it's like jingles and stuff too, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Like commercials are really bad yes. about that. Yeah. yeah. They rip off current music. Oh, you know what? I hate that. When they overuse a song, the popular song, in a commercial, and every time you hear that yeah, commercial's playing all the time, and it ruins the song that it you It ruins like. the song for you. Yeah. U2 has done that with some iPod commercial. There was an iPod commercial that I didn't like that they overplayed too much. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's another one of those things. So, so it, we didn't hear from you, Judd. What inspires you? Oh, my, mine is from <laughs> the band Republica. Okay. And it's a song called Ready to Go. And oh. I, ironically, that one was used as a car commercial. Oh, Republica. I've never heard of them. Oh, I'm sure you have. You and your all I, I think it's I think it's Republican. Maybe it's Dirty Vegas. No, Dirty Vegas as Days Go By. Right. That's the other band that I like, and they're kind of uh, upbeat, but you know, it's kind of a techno upbeat type thing. Right. So, yeah. Interesting. I'll have to check that out. Okay. Well, yeah. Good to know. Republican. I always need new uh, suggestions from people too as to what is. Music that motivates them, because I always need new stuff on the playlist, right? You're tired of hearing the same stuff. Absolutely. Well, what's the next thing on our list? Our, the sad songs, the emotional songs. The, what do you listen to when, when it's... Uh, heartbreak time? Heartbreak time. Heartbreak time. Um, I can think back in the day, back in the high school day, when my heart was being broken on a regular basis, that, mm-hmm. that stupid... Ario Speedwagon. Um, oh yes, any any song by them, but you know that whole "I can't fight this feeling any longer." That song, the totally roller gets. rink skating song. Oh, all yeah, couple skate, blah blah blah, <laughs> all that stuff. Um, 
And then there's some Bonnie Raitt songs that will always make me cry. Whenever Karen Carpenter sings, I get teared up. I don't know. Whitney Houston singing the national anthem can make me cry, even though she's a coked out freak. You know. (laughs) Oh, oh, I have a a whole list here. Well, like a few list of them. Right, right. Uh, um, Wicked Game by Chris Isaac. Chris Isaac. How's that one? Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. How about uh, I, I Try by Macy Gray? Oh, that's a good song. Yeah, okay. All yeah. right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, how about You're Beautiful by James Blunt? See, this would be on my boom-boom mix, not necessarily my sad mix. Really? <laughs> See, the, those, those kind of like bring me down. They, tell me I'm not the only one who has a boom-boom mix. You all have to have a boom-boom what, mix, What's right? a boom-boom mix? Oh, for God's sakes. A boom, what do you think it is? <laughs> Come uh, oh, on. oh uh, one of those lists. <laughs> Come on, yes. Oh, one of those. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but the end of the song is like, you know, we're, we're never going to be together. And it's, you know, and everything's oh, I, all screwed I don't, up. But, but I, there is certain music that you can be sad to and certain music you can be other things to, right? So Well, that's, that's true. <laughs> yes. The uh, playlist that I, I read a funny tweet that said, how come when I listen to your uh, sleeping playlist, it, it turned me on and it <laughs> Well, because you, you played the go-to-bed playlist, not the nap playlist. So there's two different kinds of going-to-bed music. So, yes. <laughs> well, don't you have that ringtone, bow, chicka, wow, wow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, do you do Pandora? Do you do regular radio? What do you guys do? Yeah, well, let's talk about it. That's a good, that's a good segue. Let's talk about the, the death of radio because I think oh. that Pandora and all this online music is really making that happen. So, Roxanne, do you listen to Pandora? No, um, we have satellite radio in the car, so I listen to um, First Wave. Okay. Mm-hmm. Richard Blade. <laughs> Richard Blade, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or um, even like Christmas time for the whole month, we listen to Holly. I mean, we don't, I rarely listen to the radio these days. And then if I'm home, like on the computer, I'll turn on my iTunes mm-hmm. with all, you know, same. So, yeah, radio is few and far between these days. <laughs> the only reason to turn on terrestrial radio, like especially in the car, is to hear for traffic, right? Like that's the only yeah. thing. And I don't know why we can't dial that in differently so we can just get traffic better. I'm, I'm sure there's an app for it. I just haven't researched it well enough. But <laughs> I want a button on my radio that I could just push that would tell me where I'm at and tell me where the traffic is. That's what I want. But well, well you know, you, you, you've just let a bunch of people know. Go make that app happen, exactly. and that's a zillion-dollar zillion And you're a idea. devoted satellite radio listener, and so is my husband. He loves his satellite radio. Now, for whatever reason, I just I couldn't get into it, and here's the problem. Because my pea brain cannot comprehend all those channels. So yeah. I, like, I like six preset channels in the car, and you have so many choices on satellite radio. It's just overwhelming. I can't remember yeah. – Eight for or the eighties channel is channel eighty or you know they yeah. need to make it simple for me. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, I am a pa- dedicated Pandora listener. Pandora, and, okay. And Pandora, what you do is you put in a song that you like or a music, uh, maybe a, a band or whatever you like, and then it will create a radio station around the music that you like. So if you let's say that you like Huey Lewis and the News. It'll play Huey Lewis in the News, and then it'll play all sorts of other 80s rock-type bands like Dire Straits, and uh, on and on and on. All, all based <laughs> it's at- pretty cool. You can put in genres. Like, you could type in sad socks, right? And it would oh, yeah. play 
you oh, know, okay. yeah, yeah. depressing songs or whatever. So they is have that like the- that iHeartRadio? Oh, no, this is different. iHeartRadio okay. is actually like radio stations. And, oh, okay. then, and then they have a few like music mix stations. And AOL Radio does the same thing with okay. a mix of terrestrial and online music. But this actually is customized music for you. And if you don't like a song, you can fast forward past it. Push the button. I love yeah. that part. Yeah. Which is pretty nice. But it does mean the death of the DJ, right? Like there's no DJs on Pandora and there's mm-hmm. very few DJs with the ex- few exceptions on satellite, right? Most of it's just played. And yeah. they don't do that intro into the song about, hey, it's, you know, <laughs> but- it, ass crack in the morning and I'm here doing the song and the radio and the time is 1112 and it's 72 degrees and the music's playing in the background and then they stop talking and all of a sudden the lyrics start, right? Like that whole art of delivering music is gone. But I think that the commercialism of radio killed radio. You know, I mean, when you listen to two songs, they break and they come in and then they spend five minutes in commercials and then talk about garbage. Right. And and then now the DJs in our morning talk, they got rid of music in the morning. (laughs) Right. Your every station is like, you know, hey, we're a personality. We're more important than the music now. And so that wasn't true when we were younger. And I wonder if for kids today, you know, those youngins, do they feel the same way? Like they listen to their stations and they have their morning. Ryan Seacrest is a popular DJ here in Los Angeles. I think he's nationwide with his syndicated show. Mm -hmm. So he plays two songs. He does his, you know, Hollywood buzz report. He does his commercials. Maybe kids like that still. I don't know. We liked it when we were kids. But they played more music. I, I mean, that's where you discovered well, I'm music. I'm sure they played more music. You're right. right because Rick, we would sit there waiting for it to come on to record it, right? Remember doing that? Oh, yeah. Rick Dees, yeah. right? You had, <laughs> in the morning. For me, it was it was Paraquat Kelly and uh, who else was it? It was uh, Jeff Gonzer. I listened Fraser to. Smith, Fraser right? Smith, right? Wasn't he on in the morning? Uh, for a little time, he was. Right. Yeah. You've yeah. seen these before? I'm sure a cassette. Yes. (laughs) That's old. I know. Wow. Do you even have a device to play that on? Where would you find something to play that? Oh, I have one right here. You have one. Oh, okay. Your Walkman. (laughs) It's a Walkman. It's actually so I can digitally record these things and put them on the computer. (laughs) Yeah, because, I mean, there was no better gift from a bow than a mixtape. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah, mixtape. Woo! (laughs) True love, baby. Yeah. I know. All the work that you'd have to go through to make a mixtape. I got a mixtape for Christmas this year. Well, mixed CD. So, yeah. Yeah, went and made me a mixed CD, which was really nice. I appreciated it. Because it means they think about you in every song, right? Right. Yeah. Of course, if you have uh, someone DJing the mixtape, that would be be even more cool, right? That'd be fun. (laughs) Right. In between, leaving you little messages. That's a great idea. Well, I have a Valentine's idea now. Okay, that's good. I like that. Uh-huh. All right. So, so my DJ name is T-licious, so I could totally make my own mix CDs. Right. Oh, kind, awesome. kind of like one of those Mission Impossible <laughs> discs you put in. This CD will self-destruct. This will self No. <laughs> my message is going to be that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So it sounds to me like a lot of people are not listening to the radio. And I guess that's the same as like MTV, right? MTV destroyed music. Because they don't play it anymore either. They don't play videos. They don't do anything like that. They just do their stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's the disappointing thing about MTV is that music did matter at some point. Even if the video was good, 
the music was relatively good, and now I kind of think that the video, if there is a video, is much oh, yeah. more important they than any music. Videos? They barely do. They're all about programming, right? They're just yeah, the reality. Or yes, exactly. Reality shows. Yeah. yeah. And we sort of have them to thank for that whole genre of TV. If they hadn't started <laughs> that real world thing back in 1990, there wouldn't be, you know, Big Brother 17 or whatever it is we're watching now. So It's ridiculous. Yeah. I guess. I mean, it's. Here's biggest my question. Loser, you know. Yeah. Big, well, you got to love Biggest Loser. Nothing I better know. than ice cream, too, than watching Biggest Loser. That's <laughs> um, you have to wonder, though, stars like Madonna, okay? Let's face it. MTV made her a star because mm-hmm. they played her videos. But was she talented enough musically to really have made it on her own without MTV? I think the jury is way out on that, right? Like, I don't think she would yeah. have been very popular. A, she's not even that attractive. She wasn't even that attractive then. She kind of looked gooey and crispy. I don't know. She was strange. But but I still love her. I adore her. And I'm thrilled that she's going to be doing the Super Bowl show this year. I think that's great. But I, I just <laughs> think there are a lot of bands that got a lot of coverage because of MTV. And they really weren't that talented. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And that's, I think, where we also experienced the one-hit wonder. Yeah. A lot of that, right? Yeah. yeah. My favorite one-hit wonder, just because the name Kaja Gugu. Oh yes, <laughs> they have. I've downloaded those, some of those one-hit wonder songs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, just like Justin Bieber, is he? Ta- he's not very talented. And so is he because he looks cute, right? Like if you're yeah. a thirteen-year-old girl, you'd think, oh, he's dreamy. Oh, so is that why? I mean, but Sean Cassidy wasn't talented either, and I thought he was super dreamy. So I don't know. I guess it's all <laughs> relative, right? Yeah, it really only applies to you because you're in that time space. Mm-hmm. Right. Who was your heartthrob, Roxanne? Like, who did you totally have? Who? Who? Po- what posters were on your wall? I didn't have posters on my wall. Oh, in my all bedroom. Right. Yeah. I mean, because I, a- I shared a, I shared a room with my sister till like ninth grade, fourteen years old. So, and then when I did, I don't remember anybody in particular. All right. I was a big Prince yeah. fan. I had a Prince poster. Of course, Duran Duran was super hot. Uh, yeah. Um, gosh, I don't, I don't remember anybody. Like, what about you, Judd? Did you have any posters on your wall of music groups? No. You know, I was not a music guy in high school, really. I liked the Beatles. That was my band that I really liked. I'm convinced, Judd, that you're 40 years too late, right? Like, that's... <laughs> Except you're a technology whiz wonderkind. I don't know, but you have older tastes. You I, always have. I, yeah, I like, well, I was listening to classic rock when they called it classic rock. Now it's oldies, I guess. <laughs> Is that right? It's super oldies now. That's all. <laughs> right. Super gold. Do you remember like that on, if we listened to AM stations, super gold? You bet. Yeah. Well, oh, AM yeah. was the only format for the longest time. It wasn't until we were almost teenagers that FM really came into play. It was like that. I, I think I had this conversation a long time ago about this song. I remember having the little AM transistor radio going to first or second grade. And I can right. remember they played that song, Sky Rockets. And I had no idea what the hell they were talking about. You After, mean Afternoon Af- Delight. Delight? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, By Starland Vocal yeah. Band? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no yeah. idea. We're well, all did your parents them. listen to a lot of music, though? Were you guys influenced by your parents? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Parents, yeah, they liked the what the Beatles, um, the fifties, yeah, because they grew up with. Were your parents from California, Roxanne? Yes. 
Okay. And yours were too, Judd, right? Or yeah. no, your mom's from New York, right? That's right. Yeah, both my okay. parents were from New York. See, my folks were from Iowa, and I think they were a little corn-fed in their music taste too. Like, <laughs> they were big Frank Sinatra fans. They were very big, easy-listening music at the time, that kind of stuff. Not super cutting-edge, definitely not the Beatles. Yeah, which is <laughs> interesting. Yeah. I, I don't remember my parents listening to a lot of music. It seemed yeah. like when I was hanging out with them – was more movies that was their interest. that was their thing. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, remember the old pieces of furniture were you know your your stereo system could be its own whole credenza, right? Like it oh, was yeah. my mom still has one. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's and it's a big piece of furniture. You know, it's a right. like a night like a table nightstand. Yeah, and still with the record player with the cassette or the seat. Yeah, cassette. The double cassette, dual cassette. Yeah. I mean, tape. we still have a box, I think, of 45s that are my dad's somewhere in the... I, she might have them in the house. Yeah, a big, like, big shoe box. But do you have any of those little plastic doohickeys that go in the middle? Yes! Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, you have to have <laughs> What good are the 45s without that? Well, well, unless you had the cylinder thing that sat on the, the spindle. You yeah. could get that little cylinder, and that way you could put, like, five of them on there at a time, and they would flop down. That whole that noise of all of the changing and the dropping of the needle. Yeah. I mean, there's just stuff you cannot take that noise away. You'll always know what that is when you hear it. Yeah, and yeah, the needle, and you could you know don't scratch the record. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. How funny. Yeah, well, you know, and you guys just automatically transitioned right into our future of music conversation. We right. had forty uh, fives albums. Eight tracks tapes. Did you guys have eight track tapes? Yeah, we did. Although that wasn't as big yeah. a format for us, but yes. Yeah, there's a couple. I think might still be in the garage at my parents' house. Right. We we the had- one thing I know that my parents had. My dad had reel to reel. Like he had audio. You know the big. Tape, oh right. The mm-hmm. big stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we had an eight track tape player in one of the car cars. Mm-hmm. So okay. that that made it, you know, for a road trip. And then, of course, the other thing about eight tracks, which I think a lot of people don't know that they ever had them, maybe, is that they were continuous loop. You never had to flip it over. You didn't have to do anything with an eight track. Yeah, it just stayed on, right? It, yeah, yeah. And once it got to the end, it just started over. And the you could it, really it only had four tracks. It had eight eight tracks, which were stereo. So you could go from track. One, two, three, and four. So, and didn't it make like a click when it clicked to the next track or something? Like, wouldn't it have a pause in the music? Yes, it sure yeah. would. And you didn't know where it was going to pick up in the next track. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Back mm-hmm. in the day, right? Right. Well, I just read today that album sales were up several percentage points this year as opposed to last year. And they're actually attributing it mostly to, what's her name, to Adele. Really? That she kind of brought back the album format because her three albums, I think they're numbered 19, 20, and 21, have been sort of, you know, you need to listen to the whole thing to get the whole picture on what she's talking about. When you say album, are you talking vinyl or are you just talking a compilation of music? Well, when she produced the compilation, for lack of a better term, it's her album, right? So, okay. so even though you don't go buy the whole thing anymore at, at a stereo, or you don't us- even usually buy a CD anymore, you would go to downlo- download the whole 
thing for nine ninety nine versus song by song by song. Oh, I see. What so, you mean. okay. And you know, she's had such tremendous success this year with all of her different songs. So it makes sense that people would want to listen to them because <coughs> that's the whole deal with the album, right? It was supposed to sort of tell a story to take you on a journey from one from the first song to the ending song. Whereas now, when we just download single by single, we don't get that journey aspect of the music from the artist. Well. It- have you ever listened to Pink Floyd's uh, Dark Side of the Moon? Yeah. You know, it, it does that sort of thing. That Back in the 70s, there were a lot of album-oriented uh, type music where you right. wanted to buy the whole thing. And now, nowadays, everything is just, you know, download the single, here's one song. And for the most part, popular music is, there's a lot of sampling going on, so there's not a lot of fresh music even out there so i think that the album art has sort of been lost and they were attributing the comeback of it to her oh so so there's more album art too huh yes yeah in that in that you listen to it from beginning to end Mm -hmm. whereas people didn't do that before well that's cool well so what do you think is going to happen so you said the album's coming back but in a way and then of course we download music on our ipods And so now everything is virtual, and Apple claims that once you've bought a track, you've owned it now for life. If you lost all of your music on your computer, you've heard this, Roxanne? Uh Uh-uh. You can re-download every iTunes uh, track that you've ever purchased. Because now it's all in the cloud, right? Right. Yeah, it's all in the cloud. And you own it, so I like that idea. I think that's nice. Mm -hmm. But you have to have the cloud activated, don't you? No, not for this. Oh, okay. So if, if you're in iTunes and all of a sudden you say, you know, I know I bought that song. It, it, yeah. As long as it's associated with your account, you go back and you hit, oh. you know, what it, all my purchases. You look in there and then just re-download it all. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I think that's fair. I mean, that seems right. You you bought it. You should own it. Yeah. Yeah. Instead it's, of paying ten times for it, yeah. Right, exactly. Or buying it like we used to buy the album and then, oh, now i got to buy it on CD because it came out on yeah. CD. Yeah. yeah. And, and, now they're, and they're complaining about that, right? You know, they want you to go buy it. Well, yeah, you own it on CD, but what's the – you need to buy it now in my next format that I've repackaged it for you. Yeah. That, that's BS. With the Digitally bonus remastered. video content. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Digitally remastered, enhanced, whatever. Yeah. The 20th anniversary or <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, Lord knows there's plenty of that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Of course, how many of you guys were members of CBS Rec- or BMG or one BMG, of those? BMG, oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, that yeah. scam. Yeah. How many years did I pay into that? I could, I'm sure I bought several college educations for BMG representatives at that point, yes. You, yeah. get, you get 12 CDs for one penny. One penny, Yes. <laughs> We, I mean, did anybody not do that? Because it's a great deal on paper. Right. And then yeah. the microprint, you must buy six more CDs within the next 12 months at the yeah. prevailing price of $1 million per CD. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they were. They were like $25 a CD. And you're going, what? Like, yeah, let's I got up the store, yeah. Exactly. But now there's well, no music stores, right? Yeah. I went into Best Buy before Christmas and um, I got lost because the store had changed. I hadn't been in there in quite a while. You know, you walk in and that was like the music and now the music's on the other side. And and they change you, it all the time. And there's, yeah. I think there's less of that though, right? Remember you see yeah. Sam Goody, Warehouse. Yeah. Uh, Licorice, Licorice Pizza. Pizza. Tower what? Records. Tower Re- Oh, that was oh, a great That was store. a great yes. store. Yes. 
Music Plus. Music um, Plus. Yeah, all those chains. And they're yeah. now the way of the Dodo, much like, you know, Borders and Barnes & Noble are kind of going too, right? Yeah. yeah. Or even, yeah, Blockbuster, yeah. Blockbuster, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rhino Records. Rhino Records is still open here in Claremont. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, you can still, still go get yeah. But they offer probably some very niche-oriented stuff. Very much so. Yes, it's very yeah. niche. But they always were that way. Right. That was their yeah. day. Yeah. Yep. Very oh, good. yeah. And it was cool if you worked at the music store when you were in high school or, you know. Remember we well, I dated friends. a guy who he, we would go to the record store to go to, <laughs> go to Rhino oh. Village to check out albums. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back <laughs> in the day. That's too <laughs> funny. Wow. So let's talk a little bit about high school since we kind of brought that up. Right. How, how did high school set our musical taste? And do you think it's happening today for kids that are currently in high school? And do they are they getting a good smattering of music? Or is music suck so bad that really they're just crutched on all of our 80s stuff? <laughs> I think that... Um... I think that kids today don't have an appreciation for music the way we do. They'll have their own appreciation. I'm not discounting that. But because the delivery formats are so different, they're going to have a different experience, right? Mm -hmm. And I also think that concerts were more accessible for us when we were younger. The ticket prices weren't so outrageous. You could go to a concert and see, you know, several shows. And I don't think kids do that today because ticket prices are too high. So that's a different relationship with music. But they have more venues to get it. They can get it on their iPod. They can get it on their iPhone. They, you know, it's everywhere in a ringtone. It's everywhere on your, what, you know, anytime you turn around, people are posting music to their Facebooks or their twi- tweeting songs. So there's more access to it, but it's just different than how we had access to it. Mm-hmm. So what was the bands or the music that did inspire you in high school? In high school. Can you think of something? Well, yeah. yeah, we loved all the 80s stuff, the Depeche Modes and the Duran Durans and the Billy Idols. Oh, my gosh. I mean, yes. <laughs> I know U2. I remember U2 was popular. Everybody was wearing concert shirts from U2. Right. Yeah, concert shirts, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can, and you it's, could afford to buy one because they were yeah. $14 as opposed to $40. Oh, right. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even, too, going to a concert. We're going to Vegas next month then. Um at first, I didn't want to go, but I'm on the fence now. Um, Motley Crue is going to be at um, the Hard Rock. Okay. And general mission is $41, which you think, oh, oh not bad. Yeah. But then after the fees they charge you, it's like $10 of, fee- of fees. <laughs> right. I thought Ticketmaster so wasn't supposed to do that anymore. Didn't they no, get sued for yeah. that? Yeah. I don't know, but it's still – so now the tickets are like $52. A mission, yeah. General mission in the balcony, standing, no seating. I'm going. What the heck? Okay, how sad is it that when you said Motley Crue, the first thing I did was go, "Ow, that's going to make my ears hurt. It's going to be so loud." I know. First, I was like, and and now you're thinking it's not. Yeah. Like remember when Ozzy Osbourne in Black Sabbath? It was like, oh my god. And now he's like, you know, America's second favorite dad. He's you know, Ozzy and Harriet. Yeah. <laughs> Is it all of Motley Crue, Vince Neil, and Tommy Lee? Yeah. And, oh, all right. So, I don't know. Yeah. About. I guess it's sad that we think, even with the fees, $52 isn't horrible because concert tickets right. can be a lot more. But do you love Motley Crue enough to part with 100 bucks for 
you yeah, know, for you right. guys to go see it, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Maybe I would. But would you feel like, differently about Billy Idol or would you feel differently yeah. about whomever you like? Yeah. It, it, well, what was the last concert that you guys have seen? Oh, uh, shoot. Or, or what was the best concert that you've seen in, well, in the last I, year? Well, I know the last concert I went to, we took my mom to see Tim McGraw. Mm-hmm. Fun. And Lady Antebellum over at, what is it called now? San Manuel Blockbuster. Over Whatever there. that is out there, yes. The yeah. divorce thing, it's yeah. Changed, it's changed names like ten times. But um, I like Tim McGraw live. He's good, yeah. I've yeah. seen him in Vegas. Gosh, Jed, I, the last concert I went to, I feel like a nerd. I don't think I've been to a concert in a long time. <laughs> we went to a thing a, a year ago. Oh, my gosh, that makes me feel so old. Um, we go to listen to bands a lot locally at bars because that's what we do. But mm-hmm. um, but never famous bands. I mean, it's not like anybody that you know. It's just people that we want to hear. So I guess I do listen to a lot of live music, but not concerts. Hmm. It's terrible. I've seen- yeah, because at our school we had that um, benefit, and they had a band called um, – don't Stop Believing, it's a Journey band. A journey cover band. I saw them at the concerts in the park, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the only group that's allowed to play Journey music, that's <laughs> licensed to play the Journey music, okay. and they were awesome. They were so good. So that I was what, November? Journey, yeah. yeah. Man, it's been, that was good. it's been a while since I've seen a concert. I've seen Michael Bublé in concert. I've seen okay. the B-52s in concert. Fun. I've well, seen years ago. <laughs> I've seen. Let's see. What is her name? Oh, Cindy Lauper. I've seen in concert. Oh, that'd be a good show. It, okay. it was a good show. Yeah, she's got an amazing voice. She's so over, or excuse me, underrated in my opinion vocally. She's very talented. Oh, I've seen the beef or the Blues Brothers in concert. Dan Aykroyd okay. and yeah. Jim Belushi. Jim Belushi. I've seen them. Yeah. So, and then of course I'm going to go see They Might Be Giants. I've seen the That'll Bare be Naked. A fun show. Seen the Bare Naked Ladies. And, you know, I never saw concerts in high school. That's the irony of it all. I don't think I did either. Oh, oh I did see Weird Al Yankovic in concert in high school. <laughs> Maybe one, <laughs> one concert, but it was like, yeah, after. See, because plus two around here, we have all those casinos now that are do those one-night headliners. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, you can yeah. see some pretty good names out there. So yeah. There's lots of good people. I saw Ringo Starr and his all-star band at the one up there at the, what is it, the Prima Donna? Or it used to be whatever it's called now. On the way to Vegas? Buffalo, B- B- Buffalo Bills. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Buffalo Bills. Prim. Yes. Yeah. Prim. Yeah. Yeah. Prim. yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I saw them there. Good concerts there. Amazing. Uh, Winter, uh, uh, Edgar Winter. <laughs> I'm telling you what, man. That, that guy rocked. This is only a couple of years ago. I'm telling you. He goes out there, that long, white hair. Winter. Oh, dear. Okay. All right. All right. All right. He, Didn't he do the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald? No, that's a different guy. Oh, that's Gordon Lightfoot. Never Gordon mind. Lightfoot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm misconstruing my 70s music icons. Oh, my gosh. Okay. My God. Yeah. But I'm, I'll tell you what. If you do get a chance to see the All-Star Band, that is a rocking oh. show. Edgar Winter's the bang on the drum guy, right? I don't want to work. I just want to bang on the drum all day. No, that's another guy. You're the, oh, that's another guy. <laughs> yeah, this guy, he's the one who does the Frankenstein song. Oh, never mind. You'll, okay. you'll have to listen to it. You just oh, go to iTunes, oh, pull up lip. Edgar Winter, and you'll be like, oh, yeah. Oh, now I know. Oh, gosh, that's funny. My brother's a big concert fanatic. He goes okay, to like okay. one or two a month. Wow. He saw Guns N' Roses before Christmas. Nice. All right. 
And he I said, guess if I, yeah, if there was disposable it was a school income. night. Yeah, it was a school night. He said, and he didn't come on till like eleven p.m. Oh yeah, yeah. So okay. he got home like at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> See here again. I'm too old. That would be way too loud. No, I went. Yeah. He, and he saw Brian Setzer. Um, oh, that'd be a great, great one. Right around Christmas, yeah. He sees that Dan. What's that guy? The Dan. The, the Dan, Dan Band. Yeah. I went and saw them right before Christmas. We were probably at the same show at the Nokia. That was fun. Maybe, yeah. He yeah. he goes to like the Hollywood Bowl, and it's like, how do, can you afford it? I know. I want to see a concert at the Hollywood Bowl. That would be a nice place yeah. to see a concert. It is always a good place, yes. I'm trying to remember who we saw there last. We saw, oh, uh, yeah, speaking of oldies, but goodies, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Go at the Hollywood Bowl. That was fun. It was good times. Okay. I know we're digressing a little bit, but we, we have a couple more subtopics to hit. Exercise music. So let's oh. hit that one. So. All right. I'm going to pull up my iTunes and tell you what's right now <laughs> on my running mix. Okay. Of course, my Back in Black ACDC to start it out. And then I've got, you know, uh, my strip hop, Drop It Low. And then my new favorite song, that sexy and I know it, by the LMFAO people. Oh, uh-huh. Sexy and I know it, you know. <laughs> I gotta love that one. Um, I love Kesha. You cannot get more in the just bad. She's just all bad, but she's great. So, yeah. Rihanna. I have a lot of new music on here. Nicki Minaj, Super Bass is a great song to run to. Anything by Pink. Yeah, that's my workout stuff. What about you guys? I just do my shuffle on my iPod. So, whatever for my walk. So, you can take that if it just, what if it shuffles into something you don't want to hear? Will you fast forward or you listen to yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, I'll fast forward it. Yeah. Sometimes right. I'll listen to it. Sometimes, yeah. And then, but do you have little things you do if a certain song shuffles on? Like, I'll give you an example. I have, if I'm on the treadmill and I'm shuffling on the iPod, which isn't generally the way I do it. I usually go in order because I'm OCD that way. But if it shuffles <laughs> into, like, Elevation, that song by U2, then I have to bump up the numbers on the incline. Or if it, um, Can You Make This Thing Go Faster by the Black Crows, then I have to push the speed up or whatever. Because I figure it's the universe. The universe makes the shuffle, right? So if it shuffles into something that tells you go faster, then you should probably go faster. That's yeah. my little mm-hmm. iPod <laughs> stuff. Uh, well, of course, I run with the Nike Plus system, right? And so, and I do have a uh, a workout playlist for that. And it, right now, it has sixty one songs in it, and I do okay. have it randomly select. And it's just odd sometimes that. The songs that need to come out and you need to run to just seem to show up. Like you said, the universe must be listening at times. I think so. Like if I do long runs, then I'll put it on shuffle. If I'm just doing a workout at the gym, then I won't. So, yeah. Yeah, and you're right. <laughs> that sometimes you're tired or whatever and it's like, oh, something good comes on. Then you got, then you get a little burst, right? Yeah, you get your second wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll tell you a few of the songs on my list that are kind of crazy here. Let's see. I've got... Of course, uh, I've got Point, uh, Buster Poindexter's Hot, Hot, Hot. Okay. I've got uh, the Spice Girls on here. I've got... Uh, <laughs> Spice Girls. <laughs> I okay, do. Okay. I do. I do. Uh, uh, let's see. I have uh, a song called Verb, That's What's Happening. Have you heard okay. that? Schoolhouse okay. Rock. But this is the oh. Mo- Moby version. <laughs> <laughs> the Moby version of the Schoolhouse Moby. Rock. Yes. 
Okay. TikTok by Keisha. Kesha. Kesha. Oh my gosh. I don't know. What do I know? <laughs> Winter. How's that? I know. Shut what do I know? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Go on. Let's see. What else do I have on here? Um, uh, let's see. Hmm. Uh, one thing. The the one thing by NXS. Okay, that's good. Um, the Pussycat Dolls. Don't ya? Yeah. Um, did I say a public affair? Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, okay. That's a, <laughs> okay. Some other one. So, oh, and the B fifty twos, Funplex, and Stay Up Late, Talking Heads, and on and on. So, <laughs> well, you you certainly cover a gambit of music types. So yeah, yeah. eras and all that. I try to. Right. It's it's more fun that way, right? And then you randomly don't know what's going to come up while you're running. It's true. Sure. Yeah, that's the beauty of the shuffle. Yeah. So, do you run with your your iPhone? Me? Yes. Cuz I do the generally do. Yes. Mm-hmm. I try to run with my Nike Plus so I get all the mileage credit that I possibly get. <laughs> and I could never run without music. Can you do that? Can you run without your headphones or exercise at all without headphones? There's no way. Boring, yeah. Yes. No, not anymore. I can't do it yeah. anymore. It's Why? like I have to think your thoughts to myself. There's no way I'm going to do that. No, I don't want to know what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I just want to tune out. You have that internal talk that you're doing if you have nothing going on. Right. Like thinking of all of the things that you have to do. So music kind of sets your head towards thinking about the things that you really need to do, which is breathe. Breathe. Exactly. In time. Yes. (laughs) I love it. So what do you, do you use your iPhone or do you have a separate iPod there, Roxanne? I have my old iPod. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you haven't tried. Nano. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My little Nano. Oh, how cool. My little nano, yeah. Oh, okay. oh fun. All right. <laughs> oh, look at that. See, you're ready to rock and roll with that. Yeah. I just Ooh. like having it all in one device. That's always helpful. Yeah. Well, I do have it on my phone, too, now, because when you back it up, it automatically... It puts it there so, whether you want it or not, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of... I don't have, like, a separate case or cover for it or anything yet, so I just haven't done that. Oh. Got yeah. that mode. <laughs> no, it just... Yeah. It's all good. So let's see. We we really hit a lot of topics here. I think the last thing we might want to talk about is this kids' music purity topic. <laughs> I laugh because my kids are all about um, Weird Al Yankovic, right? Like he is just the coolest accordion player oh, rocker really? in their whole world, and they would love to see him live. So I've got to work on getting them tickets to a Weird Al show. But the joke is, they know that song Yoda that he sings to the tune of the Kinks. Lola. Lola. Right. So, you know, uh, if, they, if the real version comes on the radio, they're singing the Yoda's part. And I'm like, no, that's not the song. Stop, you're messing it up. Stop doing that, you know, because that's what they know. Or, or um, shoot, the only one, the other one that comes to my head is the Michael Jackson, you know, any Michael oh, Jackson. Eat, you know, it. eat it. Eat it. Eat it. And all um, that, you know, they only know <clears throat> of all this really, you know, what could be really great music. So I, I'm, I'm bad. I'm, they know who Weird Al is yet. <laughs> they, they don't. Right. <laughs> uh, yes. But we're our, my kids are into Big Time Rush, iCarly, um, Victorious, Vic, Victoria. She's um, what? Um, she's, she's on Disney what? Star, like, right? Yeah. 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 She's young girls. Yeah. Um, well, they hey. like 
Rolling Stones, because Grandpa likes the Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. So they're getting some influences, right? And yeah. Teddy Holly, yeah. Okay. Well, here's an interesting thing. You have young girls and you have young boys. Right. So um, do you know if there's a big difference in taste between boys and girls? Yes. Because my boys would definitely not be in yes. the mood for any of those those songs. So, yeah. They're not going to be listening to anything Hannah Montana has to sing. Pretty much no. And if you mention the name Justin Bieber, they just roll their eyes and gag. So, and I think that's their just initial response because they know girls like that, so they don't want to like things that girls like. You know, maybe that's why I'm not as much of a um, Michael Jackson fan and uh, any of the boy bands and stuff like that, that I felt right. that that is just so packaged and geared towards girls right they have definitely yeah that i mean i I will tell you i went to the um, michael buble concert yes and that he knows that his audience is 99.9 percent women for the most part right and so and you go to a concert and the audience is about probably (laughs) two-thirds women Mm -hmm. and one-third guys who've been dragged along with their girlfriends and wives to the concert. And so Michael Buble at some point in the concert says, he goes, ladies, I'd like to all welcome you and hope you have a great time. And guys, uh, I'd like you to thank you for, you know, going along with your wives and girlfriends to the concert. He realizes that you're not there for him (laughs) as a man. But I I still hope that you have a great time. And uh, he does put on a great show and he does uh, sing some pretty good music. So I will. He was on Saturday Night Live just before Christmas. And he's, I mean, he sounds amazing. And he's the kind of famous I'd like to be because he's famous. You know his voice, right? But I don't know that I would necessarily recognize him on the street. Would you recognize Michael Bublé, Roxanne? Uh, If you saw his face. Maybe. I don't know. I'd be like, he looks familiar. But, seen, yeah. yeah. But he's not like standout, oh my gosh, looks like Bono or somebody. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, that's so, true. But he's, so not... he could be, he's a bajillionaire, I'm sure, many times over. Yeah. And But he can still walk the streets of his hometown, which I think is cool. That would be the kind of famous I'd want to be. Yeah. <laughs> like Madonna could do that. But yeah. um, I don't know. Maybe Sade could with her hair down or something if she didn't have it all pulled back. Or, you know, people that are <laughs> superstars in their own right and really talented but not stand out for their looks famous. So I want to know, Roxanne, we were talking earlier oh. that uh, boys don't want to listen to Hannah Montana and all that kind of stuff. What do right. girls not want to listen to? When you say this kind of music, the girls go, no way. Um, you know what? They're pretty open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're kind of like, you know, whatever, I guess. Yeah. They haven't really said, ooh, that's gross or something. I'm right. usually the one going, ooh, what are you listening to? Or something. Do, do you think in general that music is geared towards girls more than boys, just in the big scheme of things? I think so. I think, you know. I guess it probably is because, yeah, it's more about the clothing and the music and the this and the that and the look of it all, especially in the videos, right? I mean, Yeah, and like the love songs, you know, if there's a love song, you know, you get all mushy over it or... I, I guess, yeah. I mean, like, here's a good for instance. You were talking about posters and Mike and Bieber and all this kind of stuff for kids. And <laughs> I think of the girls doing all of that in Teen Beat magazine and that. But but 
boys don't. I, I don't remember my friends other than Kiss. There, there was a I guy. I was going to say, there was Kiss a guy in high school band. or elementary yes. school. He loved Kiss. It was right. a big deal. But other than Kiss, that was it. I mean, um, well, I, I think guys liked you know Molly Crew, and I think guys liked things, but I don't think guys are motivated to put a poster on their wall. So I think that's where boys and girls differ. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Roxanne. What do you think about your kids listening to music that has questionable lyrics? Like, you know, do I want my eight-year-old singing I'm Sexy and I Know It? He knows the song, right? And and I don't know what he knows about it. And it just feels like, A, there isn't any music that doesn't have explicit lyrics in there. Right. It's like it's everywhere. So what do you sanction or not sanction? Or do you have any of those issues yet? No. Um, yeah, the, I mean, the stuff they list, they hear is basically from like the TV. Right. Or in the car, you know, we're listening to songs, but yeah, I make sure, you know, I kind of screen it. Don't you feel like though, and, and this is where I'm a horrible parent. Okay. Because I think that, <laughs> well, first of all, cause I don't like children. And second of all, because I think the kids, when you say it's that whole footloose thing. You can't dance in this town. You, oh. you know, that's provocative. You can't listen to that music because they say the F word or they say whatever. And, and I don't think music should be degrading towards women or should be violent in nature. Right. I don't necessarily agree with that. You can write whatever you want. I'm just not going to listen to it. But music that ex- is sexually explicit may make me uncomfortable, but I don't know that I'm going to ban it because the kids are going to listen to it anyway. So at least I'll know what they're listening to. Maybe I can explain it or maybe I won't. I don't know. But I feel like the more taboo you make it, it's the Elvis thing. He's shaking his hips. So everybody wants to see that, right? So if you make it less taboo, maybe it's you take some of the power away from it. Right. Well, because like when we went to the Lady Antebellum concert, that was popular song. About the two o'clock, you know, the the booty call song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wish well, there's I a girl who's like 10 singing the song and my sister's like, oh, my gosh, she probably doesn't even know what the words mean. But here she's out there singing the song, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah you don't know what the right. lyrics. They don't know what it means necessarily. Right. They will at some point and sooner rather than later, I'm sure. But I just feel like if we say, no, you can't listen to that and you can only listen to G-rated music, first of all, there's yeah, very yeah. little G-rated music. So, there's, yeah. Um, yeah, and plus two at home. Oh, Madison got the Blizzard Maker, the Dairy Queen Blizzard Maker. So, Everybody's ready for a Blizzard? I could use a Blizzard right now. That sounds really good. I mean, they're going to hear, you mean, even like talking at home or wherever, they're going to hear things at school and they're going to ask you about it anyway. So. Let's hope they ask about it, right? Yeah. yeah. That's the only advice I ever give my kids is don't listen to your friends. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know anything. Man. (laughs) Well, we have definitely hit a dearth of topics here. Yeah. A cornucopia of musical topics. Uh, It was exciting, I think. I think we hit lots of stuff. We didn't really talk about musical being in the band, but I guess I'm the only person. And I didn't go to band camp or any of that business, so don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I'm sure that's a topic for another conversation. Another day. I love it. Right. When we do the B-sides, that, that'll be that topic. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right. Well. Well, thanks, Roxanne, for joining us. Well, thanks, guys. It was great to see you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do it again. Yes. yes. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Well, for TJ Talks, I'm Judd. And I'm Teresa. And we will talk to you later. Talk to you later.
later. shoebox. But do you have any of those little plastic doohickeys that go in the yes. middle? Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>